The Jerry Agar Show. Now, it's time for the 908 Commentary. Yesterday, I went through a list of student complaints demonstrating that all but one of their issues was based on a false premise. I bothered to look up facts as opposed to rhetoric, and you can hear that commentary on my Twitter feed, at Jerry Agar 1010. My conclusion from that exercise was the students are ill-informed. Most people reaching out to the radio station agreed with me, but sadly those who did not reduced themselves to name-calling or fantasizing. Not one of them addressed the facts I put on the table. Not one of them. Today it's the adults I worry about. Teachers and parents appear not to be pressing students for answers and opinions that go beyond emotion. Where's the critical thinking in all of this? I'll start with a column in the Toronto Star by Emma Title. Her column is headlined, I Watched 200 Teens Protest Ford's Proposed Education Changes. Here's what I learned. She met two girls who wore conservative-branded jackets, and she writes, They told me they were frustrated that some of their peers appeared not to understand the policies they were protesting. One of them said, This is my personal guess from what I've seen. I think the only people who care about what's happening are the ten people up there holding posters and chanting. Everybody else is out here to skip class and drink apple juice. She did say it was a guess. Emma Title's reaction to that in her Toronto Star column is to write, They were funny, but they were ultimately wrong. I spoke with many kids throughout the protest who were genuinely disturbed by the Ford government's actions. A student named Michael told me Doug Ford has made decisions that really hurt students. He can't hurt us just because he wants to. That's it. Emma, worried, does not automatically equate to informed. Why didn't you press for facts and informed opinion? You casually asserted the conservative girls were wrong, but you didn't ask them or the others to explain and prove their points. Class size seems to be a major concern, but there are education experts who will tell you that class size does not even make the top 10 in a list of things that contribute to success. Ontario has smaller class sizes than many other provinces, yet we were the only province that did not improve its math scores in 2018. All of the other provinces, many with larger class sizes, are outperforming Ontario. An informed person, student or adult, would at least give me an answer on why that is, or why, in their opinion, I'm interpreting it incorrectly. But too many people who went to school and are supposedly all grown up are reacting with juvenile emotion to a government trying to fix the fiscal disaster left to us by the previous government. Hey, students, who do you think is going to have to pay that off? You want another fact? Only one other province has a worse debt-to-GDP ratio than Ontario. We are beating Newfoundland. We're the largest province, and as such, the efficiencies and numbers should help us keep in the lead. I will compare the student walkout yesterday to Occupy Toronto. What came of that other than people trashing a public park? Nothing. Why? Because there was no clear, actionable message. No articulate solution based in fact and reality. Just a lot of complaining and camping. I read many student statements from the protest, and none of them contained anything other than generalized angst and the assertion that they have a right to speak. Well, of course they do. They just didn't say anything. So if you think the students rallying yesterday had legitimate complaints, and you think we can't cut a dime from education, you have a responsibility to put thought over emotion and come up with some answers. Otherwise, whatever education you do have was just a waste.